Welcome to another episode of Dating Intentionally. I'm your host, Talia, aka your dating app partner in crime. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. On Dating Intentionally, I'm helping you get to know yourself better so you can date in a way that truly aligns with your goals and values, and of course, have fun in the process. If you have listened to this podcast before and you like it, it would mean the world to me if you can leave a review, read it, subscribe it, share it, or just shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at dating.intentionally, and I would love to know how this podcast is helping you in your dating and relationship journey. So today, we're talking about navigating holidays in a new relationship. When this episode comes out, it will be the first week of November, so this is pretty, uh, pretty timely. We'll start off with topics like at what point do you do holidays together in a relationship, how do you decide which holiday gatherings to attend, and how to handle giving gifts to their families, as well as discussing gift giving within your partnership. I'll also talk about my experience with holidays in my past relationship and what I'm doing differently this time around. And at the end, I'll wrap it up with a little funny story that I'm very excited to share and a little pep talk. Just so we're all in the right headspace, this episode will mainly focus on handling holidays with a new partner and dealing with a lot of firsts. Once you've done a few rounds of holiday seasons together, there are different challenges, but I hope the, the advice in this episode can be useful even if this isn't your first holiday rodeo with your partner. Also, when I talk about holidays, I'm talking mostly about winter holidays. So that's going to be your Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, and other holidays in this time. Uh, Of course, these tips and what I'm talking about can be applied to other holidays throughout the year that may be meaningful to you, your family, or your partner. So first thing I want to just call out is that talking about the holidays is going to be different if you just started dating and it's like mid-October and the holidays are right around the corner or if you started dating in March and you've been together for like eight months. So it's going to be different and that's up to you to decide how serious your relationship is and how important it is that you have this person around your family, the holiday time, or like you spend holidays together or not. And this season can be stressful for so many reasons. Strained family relationships, travel, getting out of a routine, lots of social interaction. I do hope you can find a thread of fun, delight, and positive opportunity where you enter the holiday season with a new partner. This experience is something you can create and build together. You're a team. You can discover your own traditions and make amazing memories outside of existing family obligations and holiday celebrations. So I want, instead of just stressing about it, see the opportunities, see the fun. This can be really fun and like you can have a lot of different memories it's going to be great. Part of this is about your attitude, even though there are logistical challenges and other emotional challenges that come with this time of year. First, we're going to talk about at what point do you invite them to family holiday gatherings? This really depends on how important holidays are to you and your family. And of course, your partner, same deal, how important are holidays to them and their family? If it's a really intimate affair, that's different than having a big holiday party with extended family and friends. Personally, I lean more on the side of sooner is better. To me, it's only as big of a deal as you make it. And if someone in your family is making it a big deal that you're bringing someone home or if they're making it a big deal, I understand how it's intimidating. They're going to meet your family sooner or later. And everyone's family is some version of weird and screwed up. And everyone's family has different characteristics that are quirky and sometimes not so great. There are no perfect families. And the dynamic is always going to be weird when you bring in someone new. So it's kind of like, Might as well get it over with if you think you're going to be with this person for a while and they're important to you. Above all, talk about it, you know, and if you're wondering how to bring this up, you can say like, 
the holidays are coming up. What do you usually, what do you and your family usually do? Or what are you looking forward to this holiday season? That will at least get the conversation started so you can be like, well, when was the last time you brought someone to your holidays or have you ever considered that? You know, do you want me to be a part of it? Do I want you to be a part of it? Just feel it out. There's no wrong way to talk about it. The only wrong thing to do would be not talking about it. Talk about what is important to you and what isn't. And don't be afraid of scaring them off. This is a really important conversation. And if it's important to you, don't soften the edges for them. If it's important you're with your family every year for Christmas, you have to say that up front. Otherwise, there will be a lot of resentment and pain down the line. You need to just say it up front. They're not going to break up with you because you need to be with your family every, every year for Christmas. You will figure it out. In the words of Marie Forleo, everything is outable. If you're worried about the pressure when introducing a partner to your family during the holidays, try this reframe. And this is something I'm doing. It's better to do it when there's an event that would be happening regardless of whether you're dating them. So if you know you're going to show up to your family's having Thanksgiving no matter what, it's better than like creating a separate trip or occasion where the point of that trip or occasion is just meeting your new partner. How much pressure is that? You know, at least this is already happening and they could just show up and be a part of it and be integrated versus like, let's all travel to meet, you know, your new partner. Like, oh my God, that's a nightmare. So I like that reframe. It, it works for me. Maybe it'll work for you too. Also talk to your family about bringing your significant other to your family holiday stuff before you do it. Don't just show up with them. I don't really feel like you have to ask permission as an adult, but it's definitely something something to bring up. Make it a statement. For example, you can say like, I'm thinking about bringing my partner to Thanksgiving this year and then see what happens. Again, every family is different. Talk about it with your family too. Have that adult conversation. And like I said earlier, everyone's family is a little kind of weird. You know, there's a spectrum of weirdness and awkwardness and tension and family drama and quirkiness and disagreements. Every family's got it. So don't worry about the awkwardness. Meeting the family for the first time, whether it's you or them, like it's going to feel a little awkward no matter what. I think the holidays are a great time to make these introductions. And you can also give your partner a heads up about what your family is like. You can talk about the vibe. You know, what is it like to be at your family Christmas? And they can also prepare you. I told GB my boyfriend, that my mom wants people to be comfortable in her house and make themselves at home. She also appreciates when people, when they, and I bring people over, even if they're friends, ask her questions and take interest in her life. So you can set your partner up for success and ask them to do the same for you if it's the first time you're meeting each other's families. So again, to sum up, the right time is up to you. You can have all these conversations to prepare, but you can only be so prepared. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Every family is a little bit weird and you're in it together. You're a team. How do you decide where to go if both families observe and celebrate different holidays? This is the million dollar question and probably something that every couple has to deal with to some extent. If your families are somewhat geographically close with some logistics and planning, you probably make appearances at both family holiday gatherings, right? Like if you're doing Thanksgiving, if you and your partner each have family Thanksgivings and you live in the same town or city, there are situations where you could go to one and then leave early and then go to the other one and show up late. You know, there are ways to coordinate this. Also, if your families celebrate different holidays, that could be easier too. I'm Jewish, so Christmas has never been an issue for me. I am totally free and available to attend Christmas with my partner because I'm Jewish and they can show up for Hanukkah, but we don't really do that. Thanksgiving is our family holiday. So 
again, it can be a little easier if you are different religions or observe different holidays. Talk about what's happening, when and where, and see if you can coordinate. Of course, there are always compromises to be made. Like I said earlier, it could be showing up late, it could be showing up early. Maybe your family can do Thanksgiving on a different day, which my mom did one year generously, and she did not like it, but she tried it. We ended up doing Thanksgiving on a Sunday to accommodate some travel versus doing it on the Thursday that Thanksgiving usually is. She didn't like it, but she tried it, and I appreciate her for that. If your family makes us think about it, remind them that you can't be everywhere at once and that your partner's family stuff matters to you too. You need to be ready to face some disappointment. If your families are not close geographically and observe the same holidays like Thanksgiving or Christmas, that's tricky. My friend who recently got married to her now husband after 10 years of dating said they always split up for Thanksgiving and just stuck to their own immediate families. So they didn't do Thanksgiving together that whole time. That's one way of doing it. And that might be the simplest way. Again, it's hard to not do a holiday with your partner, but sometimes that is truly just the easiest thing to do. And you can do your own celebration, just the two of you another time. Also, if your family celebrate the same uh, holidays, let's say again, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you can do Thanksgiving with your family and Christmas with their family or vice versa. So again, compromise, get a little bit of both. That's an option. No matter what, someone's going to be let down, but that's life. It can be really hard to make everyone happy, if not impossible, especially around the holidays. Disappointing a parent sucks, but it's going to happen. And ultimately, you can do what you want to do, but you have to be ready to accept some disappointment. Also, if you want to do a holiday celebration with just you and your significant other, you're allowed to. Explaining that to your families can be hard, but again, you are allowed. You have permission. You are an adult. You are your own unit. You can do what is best for you. And this is kind of a general note, like for family stuff in general, whether you're in a partnership or not, forcing yourself to see family if they're toxic or if they're trying to hoard all of your time and you'd rather be somewhere else. To me, it isn't worth it. I know this speaks volumes about me and my family values, and it might be a little bit of a hot take, but from my family knows that when I show up, it's because I genuinely want to, and it's not out of obligation. And I do show up. I'd rather show up and be happy than pretend the entire time and be super miserable wishing I was doing something else. But I'm not afraid to speak that truth to my family. And I guess by now, at this age of 30, they expect it from me. It doesn't always work out either. One year when I was dating my ex, I think it was like the first year, maybe 2015 or 2016, I declined my father's Thanksgiving invite because I wanted to spend it with my ex and my mom in New York City for convenience. And he, my dad never invited me again. This has been a pattern my entire life. If I disappoint him once, it's over. I've lost all my chances. And that's not really my fault. My dad has a ton of unaddressed trauma that makes him unable to show up in relationships maturely. And my parents are divorced. So I'm going to disappoint one of them no matter what I do. And I have already accepted this. Again, it's not perfect, but it works for me. So again, that's my take. Everyone's family is different. That's how I've been showing up. And it's been great. I I don't have this stress. But at the same time, Sometimes I have to tell my mom bad news. My dad's a lost cause. Okay. So going back to the question of how to decide, here are some things to keep in mind. Holidays come around every year. You can do some switching off. Just because you do something one year doesn't mean you have to repeat it the next year. Accept that compromises will be made and you can't please everyone. It's reasonable to change your holiday tradition when you get into a serious relationship and you're a unit with someone or accept that you can't spend holidays together if you just can't say no to your family. Talk about it. Ask your significant other what is the most important event in your holiday season with your family and see if you can coordinate. 
How do you handle gift giving during the holidays in a new relationship? As usual, I think you can predict this. The advice here is to talk about it. I love gift giving. I don't know if gift giving is like my main love language, but I really love giving gifts. Receiving gifts, it's fine. It's not something I really care about, but I love, 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 love giving gifts. I usually like to ask, what kind of gifts do you like around the holidays? And that can open a conversation about gift giving and receiving between the two of you. You can say, I'm looking forward to exchanging gifts with you this year and have that conversation. At that point, you can talk about budget, timing, and all that stuff. Don't leave anything up to assumptions and guessing. Talk every detail out. Do this a few months in, even if the holidays aren't even close, like even if it's February, you know, and maybe it's Valentine's Day or something. You can talk about these things throughout the year. And this can be a really fun conversation too. It's a great chance to learn about your partner, you know, if gifts mean anything to them or not. Talk about the most meaningful gifts they've received and given, and you can share the same. If this is your first time doing holidays together, I wouldn't skip this part. This can be such a sweet and positive era of your relationship. Even if you're someone who doesn't really like the holidays or care about them, it can be really nice. You know, just try it out. If you need some ideas in the past, you know, again, for this first holiday period, I've stuck to comfy clothes like really nice joggers or hoodies, travel stuff like toiletry bags, experience-based gifts like a dance class, a tasting menu, food tours, something you can do together, or just a really fun day trip. You know, you can plan that and, and that can be the gift. Also, side note, I want to talk about really quick financials of gift giving. Um, I learned a few years ago that you can automate, you know, savings and So one big thing that I do is every month I automatically transfer about $50 into a savings account specifically for gifts. So I always have a couple hundred dollars in there. And by the end of the year, I don't have to worry about having enough money in my budget to spend extra on gifts. Um, I've been doing this for years. It helps so much. So like come late October, early November, it's time to plan out my gifts. I know exactly how much I have to spend and I can plan accordingly and I don't have to worry about it all year. So highly recommend setting that up if you can. So what about giving gifts to their family and receiving gifts from their family? I'm sure there are a lot of folks listening that disagree with everything I'm saying, but here's how I approach this around the holidays. If it's the first time I'm meeting the family and it's the holidays, I'm going to bring a gift just to the person hosting, like whoever's house it is. And I keep it really simple. Sometimes I like to go local if I'm traveling from somewhere to my significant other's hometown. For example, I'm obsessed with these amazing handmade candles at the Ballard Farmer's Market. Just a fan. This is not a plug, you know, Um, that's here in Seattle. And they make an amazing gift because they're local and they're just gorgeous candles. But don't overthink it. Flowers, food gifts are good as long as your partner makes you aware of any allergies. Wine is appropriate if you confirm that they drink. Uh, You could do a gift card to a local spa if you think that the host would be a massage person. You know, they're into that. You can also make something. For my ex's family, I once did a whole like collection of cookie boxes. So I was home. I made all these cookies. I packed them into cute little boxes and wrote cards. And I gave them to his family and friends when we visited for Christmas. It doesn't have to be over the top, especially if it's your first time and like your first round of holidays with this new person. You know, and expect that you might receive gifts from your partner's family or that your family want to give them a gift. Make sure you talk about this too. Tell your partner what would be a good, easy gift for their family to give you and ask your partner what your family could get them. This takes a lot of pressure off. There doesn't have to be any guessing. Like when it comes to gift giving, I hate this idea that like you have to 
just sit there like with your mental crystal ball and be like, what should I get them? Just talk about it. Talk about it. I like to make it really easy. You know, throughout the year with my ex, I used to like email him stuff that I saw online that I liked and I didn't want to buy myself. You know, just like good gift ideas for myself. And I would have it at the subject line and be like, gift idea for Talia. So all he had to do was just search in his inbox, Talia gift idea, pick one of the things. And I was a very happy camper. I mean, of course, he did surprise me throughout a relationship with some incredible gifts that had nothing to do with me sending him stuff throughout the year. But again, it was just an easy way of like, here, I like this. Don't make it a big thing. It is truly the thought that counts and it's okay if you pick your gifts. That's just my take. So I want to talk a little bit now about my experience while we're on this topic. In my last relationship with my ex of six years, holidays were a really sensitive topic. And I don't remember talking about anything in the beginning, like any expectations, but I remember things never went really well and it's because we just didn't talk about it. There was never a discussion. We never asked the questions. Having these discussions is is a skill and it feels clunky, but it's just so important. And I just did not have the skill at age 23. For me, my family is like Thanksgiving is the most important holiday. And then, you know, Hanukkah, we don't really do anymore, but we've done it on and off. And then Christmas is nothing. New Year's is nothing. That's all kind of uh, up for grabs. My ex observed Christmas with his family, culturally, not religious, but that's kind of was their family meetup for the winter holidays. He was from out of state, uh, not in New York, where my family was in New York. So he ended up coming to my Thanksgivings pretty much every year. We, I think we spent every Thanksgiving together of our entire relationship, which was really nice. And I appreciated that. But when it came to other events throughout the year, there was like, I really wanted him to come and he didn't want to participate. And it was very tense. I remember years where we were apart on Christmas. So we did that separately. You know, he didn't have a great relationship with his family. So I respected that space and he got to go home alone for Christmas without me until the fifth year we were dating where I was finally invited, which was really nice. But I remember feeling so sad and lonely on Christmas, even though It is not something I grew up observing or celebrating because it's still a time when you want to connect with your loved ones no matter what. And he didn't even like call me or he would make a big stink about that. And I just wanted him to reach out to me and call me. And I never really set that expectation with him. So again, he couldn't read my mind, but I used to get really upset. I would get upset at myself for wanting that connection. I'd be like, why do I even want this? Why do I even care? But I did. I cared. So that was not a healthy relationship with holidays within my relationship. It wasn't good. For gifts, we always did holiday gifts every year. And that one we did discuss for the most part. You know, we did experience gifts for each other. We got each other stuff. We didn't talk about budget. That was never really a big deal. Like if I bought him an expensive gift one year and he didn't, or, you know, sometimes it was switched. We weren't keeping track of this. It didn't really matter to us. But if it's if it does matter to you, definitely talk about it. And also my ex and I didn't have a lot of money when we started dating. You know, the gifts were pretty small at first, but by the end of our relationship, we were definitely spending a few hundred dollars a year on each other for gifts. The amount we spent grew in in proportion to our income, which really increased from our early 20s to late 20s, early 30s. So this time around, obviously GB and I are talking about holidays. It has come up organically because my mom invited us to one of the holiday occasions and we had to start discussing it. And 
once that plan solidified, everything else kind of fell into place. So we kind of already have our holiday plan for the year and we're sticking together, um, which is really nice. And I'm super excited about it. Like it's going to be really fun and new and different. You know, I've never spent all the holidays with someone and I'm excited. And you know what? Like no matter who I'm with, I don't expect to stick together for every holiday because I have divorced parents and every person I've dated also has divorced parents. So it's always kind of a mess. You know, it's not just two different holidays to choose from. It's like four. So it's hard and I don't I don't need to be with my person on the holidays if we can't. This year, I have to tell my mom that I wanted to skip Thanksgiving, and that was something I wanted to do even without a partner because of all the traveling, and I have coconut, my dog, and it's just like a lot for me this year. She wasn't happy about it, but she was really understanding, and she knows that, you know, last year we had an incredible Thanksgiving. My entire family met up in California in this gorgeous house in Napa for the whole weekend. My grandfather was there from Florida. Like last year was so good that I felt okay being like, all right, this year, can we just skip it? And then next year we can do it up properly. She wasn't happy at first, but she got over it. So kind of to wrap this up before I get into my funny story, communicate expectations. Do not leave any stones unturned. Talk about everything and be ready to compromise and accept someone in this scenario, whether it's you, your partner, or one of your families is going to be let down if you can't make it all work. It might not work out as perfectly as you imagined. Family dynamics are so tricky and need to be handled with care, but you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Take things in stride, be open, and discuss every step of the way with your partner. Approach it with curiosity and not judgment. And remember that holidays come around every year, so if it doesn't work out this year, you can try again next year. Okay, here's my story. So this isn't really dating related. But it is related to celebrating or being a part of a holiday tradition for the first time with someone else's family. When I was in high school, I had a really close friend who lived nearby and she had an older sister and we were all friends. You know, I had known her for years. We had done ski trips together and she's just a really close friend. I'm Jewish, like I said, and her family celebrates Christmas and they do it really big. You know, they had one of those houses where uh, her grandparents also lived on the property, you know, one of those mother-in-law houses. So... It was always like a really cute little Christmas for them. One day, her older sister brought us some weed. And it was one of the first times that I ever smoked weed. And I remember just being so out of it, but I had a great time. This was kind of on like a weekend and we were probably hanging out all day. And then around the afternoon, her dad came home with the Christmas tree and it was time to set it up. Of course, I'm there. My mom was not planning on picking me up earlier. So I had to kind of be involved in this process. And look, I was in high school, grew up Jewish, never really decorated a Christmas tree. We never had one. I don't know how it works. I don't know the traditions. I didn't even know that a Christmas tree has to be watered. So here I am. I'm under the influence. I've never done this before. I was shyer in high school and I'm kind of intimidated by my friend's dad who is like this big bear of a man who's who's kind but not warm. And I find myself in the middle of this cute family moment, feeling like a fish out of water and I'm stoned. So at one point, her dad, you know, they're kind of like setting up the tree and they're ooing and aahing over it and they're like putting it in the right place and they're getting their ornaments out and their decorations and he hands me like clippers or scissors or something and tells me to trim some of the branches. Even if I wasn't, if I had not smoked before this, I would still be like, I don't know what what this is supposed to look like. Where do I cut it? Like I'm overthinking this anyway. And I just remember like kind of freezing and being like, I don't know. And my friend is just standing behind him 
cracking up. Like the whole family knows like I have smoked weed and it was just super embarrassing. I was fired from my clipping duties and I just kind of awkwardly got to stand there and watch as they put ornaments on the tree and stuff. And I was never invited back for this process again. (laughs) And that was my first time I decorated a Christmas tree. So I hope you enjoyed that story. I hope that if you end up going to your family's place for a holiday you've never celebrated before, maybe don't consume any drugs before would be a good idea. Good, good lesson from that story. And also, you know, have a sense of humor, take things in stride, like you're allowed to ask questions and be curious and learn about traditions if you're unfamiliar with them. The holidays can be magical, even if the logistics are hard. See this as an opportunity to create memories with your new partner and take things as they come, roll the punches, let go of expectations and embrace the reality. This is also a really good opportunity for you and your partner to your new partner to work through something together. You know, that's kind of where how your relationship gets deeper is working through different challenges and figuring it out. It can't always be good and easy all the time, except that you might make decisions that are best for you, but not for others. And the holidays come around every year. You will have other chances to get it right if this year is kind of weird. You're doing great. Once again, I'm Talia, and this has been Dating Intentionally. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate it, leave a review, share it. Your feedback means a ton to me and helps me make this podcast as helpful as possible. So thanks again for listening and I'll catch you next time.